0: Welcome to Wealthion. I'm Wealthion founder Adam Taggart here with a quick explainer video about something very rare, but at the same time quite predictable that just happened in the financial markets. Yesterday, Monday, January 24th, 2022, saw one of the most massive reversals in market history. All of the major indices dropped hard throughout much of the day, but in the last few hours of trading, they clawed their way back to close green. To give you a sense of how historic this reversal was, let's look at the S&P 500. Over the first few hours of trading, the S&P fell, fell, and then fell some more until it was down nearly 4% at 42.23. It then bounced and rallied all the way back to 4410, closing up 12 points. This was the third biggest one day reversal on record for the S&P 500. Yesterday was also the first time in history that the Dow Jones Index erased a 1000 point loss to close the day green. But as I said, as rare as this event was, it was actually pretty predictable. So predictable, in fact, that as the market was sinking, I took the risk of putting out this statement, which called for an imminent reversal. Now, I'm a macro guy and not a day trader. So what gave me the confidence to stick my neck out like this? It was because many of the experts I interview on this channel were expecting this reversal for a variety of reasons. Technical analysis guru Sven Henrik of Northman Trader had been closely tracking how the S&P 500 had swiftly broken through its 50-day, 100-day, and then 200 daily moving average. When an asset quickly drops through its key moving averages, it usually becomes oversold in the near term and some kind of retracement occurs. When one blows through this quickly through its DMAs, the retracement usually happens that much faster and more violently. Indeed, in Wealthian's Weekly Market Recap this past Saturday with Lance Roberts, Lance explained why exactly this was the likeliest outcome when trading opened this week.
1: The market will likely rally here in the next couple of days. I'm going to give you a a little bit more technical backdrop of what happened in the market today in just a second, so we'll get there. But we're likely to see a rally in the market. Now, if the market rallies back to the moving average and fails, turns lower, now you've got a confirmed break. Now you sell your stocks because that's where you're going to see a lower level in the market. If the market immediately recovers within one to two days above that moving average, then you don't need to, it's, it's not a valid break. And so that break has been reversed and typically the markets continue to rally up. Now, one of the things that we think we're going to have here very shortly is we're going to have a, a bounce in the market now there's a difference between a buy the dip opportunity and a opportunity to potentially sell at a little bit better price. And I think we're about to have a sell at a little better price opportunity. Markets are not unfamiliar with the laws of physics. And when you take a look at how prices move over time and the reason markets move up and down and the reason that moving averages are important. And and again, so if you're watching moving averages then you have to understand why moving averages are important. Moving averages are the average price of a stock over time, which means that over a certain period, 50, 100 days, 200 days, the the market had to trade above and below that average. That's how you get the average, right? So you got to be above and below that level. So importantly, those moving averages act like gravity. And so the further that price moves away from that gravitational pull, the more likely it's going to be dragged back to it again. Now, what physics says is that if I take a rubber band and I stretch it as far as I can in one direction and I let it go, physics says the rubber band will retrace that move an equal distance in the opposite direction before coming back to the middle. In other words, I will be above the moving average. I will then go below the moving average, and then come back to it at some point. We are now, so when we can, so how do we measure this, the length of that rubber band? And we can measure that by deviations from the moving average. So how far have we deviated from that moving average? So if I'm one standard deviation, I've pulled it a little bit. If I'm two, if I'm three, four standard deviations, I'm pulling that rubber band more and more tightly. Now, we can get into all the technical stuff about standard deviation. If you're really interested in what two and three standard deviations mean, just go Wikipedia You'll find it. But at three standard deviations what that says is i've put in about 99.9% of all possible price movement is baked into that move so i have i am really stretching that rubber band right now on friday the mark the nasdaq closed four standard deviations below the 50 day moving average all that means is that that rubber band is very stretched to the downside. So it won't take much to begin to have a retracement in that index or stocks. Amazon, four standard deviations below the moving average. We're, we're seeing a lot of stocks like that right now. And when you have those extreme deviations, you're likely to see that, that stock or that index bounce, and it'll bounce back to the moving average. And that's where that's the point to where you say, look, I'm a little worried about the markets, I'm gonna take some money off the table.
0: In addition to Lance's recent trading prediction, analyst David Hunter predicted back in December when the S&P was vaulting to new highs that he expected a short-term correction of around 10% to occur soon, one that would take the index down as low as 4,300. I can tell you, as the S&P rose throughout December, David got a lot of flack for this perceived pessimism. But the S&P started falling as the new year began, and yesterday, when it plunged, it reached his downside target of 4,300. And sure enough, the reversal began two hours afterwards. So as I said, there were numerous signs that such a historic reversal was likely. You just had to be paying attention to see them. Which is my main point of today's video. 2022 is gonna be a very different year from any of those in the past decade. The relentless supply of liquidity support from the Federal Reserve and more recently from Congress is now being removed. Things are becoming much more volatile. In fact, that was the universal message from all of the experts who presented at Wealthion's conference this past weekend. Volatility will reign in 2022. As Wall Street legend Jim Grant put it.
2: And, uh, you know, it's a a wild time in money.
0: The lesson here is that in volatile eras like the one we're now in, the passive buy-and-hold, buy-the-dip strategies that have delivered gains so reliably over the past decade will stop working. You can't just play to the trend anymore. Returns in the future will require an active approach, similar to how investing used to work before all of the price intervention by the central banks stock selection, doing your homework versus simply owning broad indices is going to be important. You're going to have to monitor the heartbeat of the market as I did yesterday and be nimble when required. Diversification is going to be key from a risk management standpoint as Jim Rickards explains here.
2: If you do it correctly you can Uh, increase your total yield with less risk. Anybody can get more yield with more risk. That's easy. So I say, Adam, give me all your money. I'll manage it for you. And you give me your money and I go to a casino and I put it all in red and I win. And I come back and say, hey, I doubled your money. And you go, hey, nice going, Jim. You're a genius. It's like, no, but I I could have lost it all just as easily, actually, slightly more than 50% chance. So it's easy to get big returns with big risk. And uh, uh, it's usually not a good risk reward. But can you get at least marginally higher returns without more risk? That's the holy grail of investing. The answer is yes, and the tool is diversification. The problem is people don't actually understand what diversification is. And I do run into people, they go, I'm fully diversified. I've got 50 stocks in 10 different sectors. I've got semiconductors, consumer non-durables, you know, transportation, et cetera. I'm fully diversified. And I go, no you're, not. no, you're not. You may have 50 stocks, but you have one asset class. They're called stocks. And they tend to be highly correlated in stressful situations. They go up together in bubbles, they go down together in crashes. You know, in common markets, yeah, there's some idiosyncratic behavior stocks, but they they tend, it's called conditional correlation. They tend to be highly correlated in a crashing market. So you're actually not diversified at all. All the stocks are going to sink together. Real diversification is got some stocks, got some cash, got some gold, some real estate, some alternatives, like natural resources, maybe something in the energy sector, um, I think I mentioned real estate, uh, uh, some treasury notes, you know, that's real diversification because those asset classes are not highly correlated. Some, some will go up when the others go down. Uh, if, if stocks are crashing and going into a recession, guess what's happening to interest rates? They're going down. What's happening to your notes? They're rallying and getting big capital gains. And so that's, and many other examples, but that's real diversification. So-
0: This shift of approach is so critical that Grant Williams thinks determining how to manage your portfolio this year and your choice of who to manage it, you or a professional, is the most important financial decision that you can make right now. One that today's investor ignores at their peril. I guarantee you that 99.9% of the managers who do really well in a deflationary environment are going to really struggle in an inflationary environment. So for you to leave your capital with them, if the entire uh, world around them has changed 180 degrees is an abdication of responsibility. So be sure you're set to be as vigilant, nimble, diversified and non dogmatic in your portfolio management as 2022 is going to demand. And I realize that many of you watching here have busy lives and so may not have the time or even the investing expertise to feel comfortable doing this yourself. This is why we at Wealthion recommend so strongly that folks like you recruit an experienced and like-minded professional financial advisor to shoulder this important responsibility for you. A good idea while we're still here near the beginning of the year is to send this video to your advisor and ask them to watch it and then meet with you to explain how they're positioning your portfolio given what I've talked about here or if you don't already have one, consider scheduling a free consultation with Wealthion's endorsed financial advisors. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no commitment to work with them. You'll just get personalized advice from a seasoned expert about your specific financial situation. If that sounds good to you, just fill out the short form over at Wealthion.com and we'll get you connected. And if you missed our conference this past weekend, and folks, yeah, I know I'm biased here, but it was a stellar 10 hour insight fest from a dozen of the top world experts on money in the markets and inclusive of specific investment recommendations too. You can still watch the entire event by purchasing the replay video over at wealtheon.com Jan 2022. Well folks, I suspect the volatility for this year is just getting started. Remember how I mentioned David Hunter had predicted that the S&P would drop down to 4300 Well, his next forecast is for it to rocket higher over the next few months to 6000 in an epic melt-up for the ages. And if that's not hard enough to wrap your brain around, he expects it to crash by possibly as much as 80% in the following months afterwards. Amazing. Now, I have no idea if he'll be proven right or not, but many of his predictions over the past two years have played out with eerie accuracy. And if he's right, then oh, Nelly, we ain't seen nothing yet. You'll have the chance this week actually to hear the latest details of his outlook as I'll be recording this week's Wealthy on interview with him, which should be out on the channel by Thursday. So keep your eye out for it. In the meantime, be sure to prepare for the likely volatility ahead and take just a second to support this channel by hitting the like button and then clicking on the subscribe button below, as well as that little bell icon right next to it if you haven't done so already. Okay, thanks for doing that and thanks for watching.